Welcome to A Vibe Called Wellness, where therapy, wellness, and vibes collide. We are your hosts, Siobhan and Ricky. We will talk about all things that impact our everyday living. While we are therapists, this is not your average therapy session. It's going to be raw, real, and relatable. So sit back, relax, grab your tea, coffee, or wine, and come catch these vibes. Back to season two of A Vibe Called Wellness. We are back and we are excited to vibe with you again, to hold space with you and bring you some amazing topics this season. I know we took a little bit of time off and I know that you all have been waiting. So we are excited to be back. And not only are we back, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. So you know we are coming and talking about all things mental health. Um, But before we dive into it, Ricky, how are you? I am great. I am feeling very, very good just on a cloud nine today as we tap into season two. I'm so excited just to be going into a new season of a Vibe Called Wellness podcast and to hold this space, you know, with, with the people. So I'm excited to be here and I look forward to getting into this topic today about normalizing therapy. Yes, yes. So let's jump into it um, because we want to jump off season two in Mental Health Awareness Month. Really, really a point where we can just kind of breathe a little bit and talk about some things that typically come up. So normalizing therapy is super important to both of us because we're both therapists. Um, I wholeheartedly believe in therapy. I think everybody should go to therapy at some point in their life. Um, but I also come in conversation with people who don't, who don't believe in therapy. So I think this, this conversation is important for people across the board. Absolutely. So May is the month for the past 70 years. May has been dedicated to raising mental health awareness. So during this time, it is celebrated Mental Health Awareness Month. Organizations such as the Center for Disease and Control, which is the CDC, Mental Health America, and the National Association for Mental Illness, also known as NAMI, take this time to spread knowledge and fight stigmas surrounding mental health and wellness. So we definitely had to come in here, just talk to you all, and just really have a conversation around when it is okay to seek therapy, right? Absolutely. Because you know, your mental health is so important and really your overall wellness, um, your, yeah, your overall wellness. And so normalizing it is important as well, because a lot of times one of the biggest myths about seeking therapy is that something must be wrong with you or that you must be crazy when you go to therapy. Um, but we know that that is not the case. Like you don't, and nothing has to be wrong with you to seek therapy. Oftentimes, I know in my practice, most of the people that I see are pretty high functioning and they're coming to therapy because you know they're having issues with life transitions, coping with things and nothing has to be wrong with you. Sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. Um, we know that life will present challenges for all of us no matter what. We're all dealing with stuff. Whether you have a mental illness or you're just dealing with stuff, we all are dealing with stuff. So this episode, we're gonna explore how to know when to see a therapist because you know, social media, sometimes I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, baby, <laughs> y'all need to go to therapy. <laughs> it's, it's giving trauma. It's giving you need to process the things, right? Yes, yes, yes. So let's talk about 
talk about it a little bit and, you know, talk about some of those things. What's the one thing that you feel like, Ricky, when it's like, oh, no, she might need to go see a therapist for sure? So I wanted to say before we do that, like, I know, like, we got to talk about, like, who is the perfect candidate for therapy, right? Like you just said, and it really doesn't matter, like, your race, your gender, like, your socioeconomic status, like, everybody will need some type of life processing. We will all go through some type of trial, some type of stressor, some type of transition at some point in life. So it does not matter who you are, y'all. We all can benefit from talking to a therapist. Absolutely. Okay. Everybody, everybody. If a child, can, I, this is my opinion. Everybody does not agree with it. But I think when kids, if they can talk, they can go to therapy because the sooner you learn to communicate and the sooner you learn how to process and regulate your emotions, you will be so much better off as you kind of mature through life. But that's just my own personal opinions about uh, children. <laughs> I agree with that too, though. And I always say this, like, you know, I love the fact that um, mental health is very much being promoted now, you know, through social media, through media in general, you know, athletes, uh, celebrities, different people are talking about mental health and wellness. And I always say like, wow, like how much further along will we be as adults if we would have learned some of these things earlier? Right. You are so right. I mean, great point, man. I can't. (laughs) Some of the skills, some of the things, because as I've mentioned in previous episodes, even as a therapist, I didn't go to therapy like early on. And so just processing through that now, even when I have clients who come to see me who are younger, like they're in college and I'm like, kudos to you because I was not in college trying to go to therapy because it just wasn't important to me. And I feel like now in this day and age, People are seeing the importance of taking, you know, really controlling your narrative, getting hold of your wellness, um, protecting your peace. All of those things are super important. And I'm happy that the conversation is being normalized on a mainstream and it's trickling down in other places. Like, I feel like, um, what is it, Gen Z? I think that's, uh, I think yeah. it's, again, Gen Z, I feel like they have for real normalized therapy and they are okay about talking about their emotions. They're okay with telling you when they don't feel well when they feel like they're depressed like let's talk have those conversations because I feel like older generations just did not have the language to do that and that's why we're where we're at now (laughs) yes so happy to see it so it makes me so excited like you said normalizing therapy normalizing life and life is not always peaches and cream like we will have stuff right so (laughs) you know when is it okay to see a therapist you know you really want to think about maybe you need help managing stress, right? So life will challenge us with all types of stressors. Mm -hmm. So if you struggle to manage stress, if it's impacting your life, it's impacting your well-being, a therapist can help you learn healthy stress management skills or assist you in problem solving. Absolutely, absolutely. Problem solving is something that we do every single day. So I'm, I'm managing stress, yes, come see a therapist. Um, but also when you're having difficulty managing your emotions, um, newsflash, most adults do not know how to manage their emotions. They do not know how to regulate their emotions. And honestly, a lot of things are triggering. And I like to tell my clients, you know, it's okay to feel difficult emotions. It's okay to have difficult conversations. Just because you're angry doesn't mean you have to you know, push that anger down. It's okay to experience it, but it's how you regulate and how you move 
pass from it. Like don't get stuck in the anger. Don't get stuck in the sadness because that's when other problems manifest. Um, and I know that it can be hard to boost your mood um, if you're down or you're sad. And so a therapist can really help you to walk through how to manage that anger, how to manage that sadness um, and to help you figure out how to process through. Sometimes, most times people get stuck in those emotions and you don't really know how to move forward. You don't have the skills or the language and you're not used to really expressing it. And I think therapy, not even think, I know therapy um, is beneficial and helpful with that. Absolutely. And you think about anxiety, right? You know, the different things that trigger your anxiety, really tapping into what, like, what is it that's causing that anxiety? What is the root fear there? What is, what is it that is causing these emotions, these feelings to come up and really exploring that? And I like to, like, when you think about trauma, I tell, I'm like, we can tap into the trauma, we can talk about it, but we're going to process it and we're going to figure out how to let it go. Like, we are not staying stuck there because you can't stay stuck there and move forward in your life like that. You can't do both. So which one are we doing? Exactly. Because if you want peace, if you want to, you know, to really cultivate joy, you're going to have to let it go. And exercise I like to do with my clients is um, I tell them to acknowledge the thought acknowledge the feeling, really process and then release it and then change it to something positive. So if my thought, if I'm holding on to, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm not good enough. If that thought keeps coming up, I'm not good enough. And it's bringing, it's making me sad. Acknowledge that thought, really process it. You can even meditate on it, journal about it, but then release it and then switch it to a positive thought. You know what? I am good enough or I am doing my best you know what, I'm having a hard time right now, but I know it's going to get better. And so when you, when you acknowledge release and then change it, you really train your mind to really let go of those difficult emotions. Absolutely. And a lot of times there's so much ego and there's so many other things that are causing us to really hold on to this resentment, this pain, this hurt, and, you know, really learning how to sit with your ego and tell yourself like, okay, like I'm, I'm tripping a little bit. Like, let me, let me take a step back. Let me process what I need to process and let me move forward with my life. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Move forward with my life. Cause that's ultimately what we want. Absolutely. All right. If you notice that you are coping with unhealthy coping skills, okay. You might notice that you cope with your stress by overeating, by not eating at all, binge watching TV, even being stuck on your phone for long periods of time, using substances like drugs or alcohol. I want you to be mindful that too much of anything is not good for you, right? So even reading, like even sometimes clients get stuck in like, oh, I just I just indulge in a book and I just stay in this book okay. that long to escape my reality, right? It's unhealthy when it's being used to avoid what is really going on. So going to therapy can help you find healthy ways to reduce the intensity of the emotion that you're going through and also help you face what is happening in that moment. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Like you said, too much of anything is can be so problematic. Like nothing's wrong with having a drink or two. When you right. find yourself having several drinks every single day because you're trying to mask whatever emotion you're dealing with, it's too much. One of the ones I hear a lot is like, um, you know, like you said, that drink turns into a whole bottle of wine or like I'm drinking to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing certain things to sleep. It's like, OK, like we, we really need to figure out how to process. I mean, how to deal with that 
in a healthier coping skill yeah. so that you can still get to sleep. We just need Absolutely. a healthy coping mechanism. Absolutely. Um, another great component of therapy is that self-improvement, self-improvement, relationship improvement. You know, you're struggling to reach your goals, either it's the weight loss goals or weight gain goals, um, finance goals. Therapy can really help you to face those obstacles that may be standing in your way. Um, mental health, mental health issues that we talked about before, such as perfectionism, self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, they're all some of the most common blocks in our growth and our development. And therapy can help you to identify those patterns of where they show up in your life and maybe even where they have always shown up so that you can identify them and figure out ways to remove those blocks so you can move forward. Um, maybe you're working on your relationship, but you feel like it's just not, you're not getting anywhere. Um, attachment issues, being assertive, fear of confrontation, um, communication issues. Those are all barriers that a lot of people have in, in making their relationship successful. And sometimes you need to talk through those things and talk to someone to kind of help you. Because sometimes we think like, okay, am I crazy? Like, is it just me? And, you know, sometimes it is you. And I think that therapy helps you to see that sometimes we are the problem. You know, we think it's the other person. And it's like, well, wait a minute, we all play a role. And therapy is really that neutral ground to be confronted about our stuff. You're not judged. You're not, you know, you don't have to come in perfect. Let's talk about it because the goal is for you to get better. And so you have to be upfront to talk about it. Um, but we also, this goes right into it as well. You want to increase your self-awareness. A therapist can help you learn the patterns in your life that you see um, that have always shown up and is no longer serving you. I have, I tell my clients all the time, we have to learn to release the things that are no longer serving us. We hold on to so many things. You know, my mom told me this, my dad treated me this way. And those things are important. But at the same time, if we always hold on to it and never let it go, we internalize it and it shows up in so many areas of our life. So we have to really learn to be aware to be able to let it go. Right. You want to be able to notice that wound, right? Like, oh, this is this is an inner child wound, right? Yeah. This is something that keeps coming up based on my upbringing, based on that attachment, based on that thing. Um, so definitely increasing your self-awareness because you want to get to a point where it's like, okay, you come to therapy, I'm helping you navigate through all the things, but we want to get to a point where we're able to assess ourselves and mm -hmm. become independent so that you can transition and you'll know how to do some of these things on your own. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So we talk about <clears throat> life events, right? Grieving, like major life events. And sometimes that could be transitions, whether that's transitioning from, you know, re like relocating, maybe transitioning from college to um, navigating adulthood, right? Maybe becoming a parent, even, even relationships like marriage or getting into divorce right like these are transitions these are stages in our lives that we will have to process and go through and actually learn different things about ourselves along the way um parenting support if you need help with learning how to parent or learning how to co-parent like really making sure that I'm doing what I need to do as a parent so that I can be the best parent and show up for my kid in the way that I need I need to and really really think about like maybe breaking some generational patterns or different things yes. to show up better as a parent, right? Processing traumatic events, mm -hmm. you know, grieving, whether it's people or it is 
um, situations, jobs, like whatever it is that you may be grieving. Um, but we want to process that event and acknowledge that that was a hard event for you. How can we do what we need to do to support ourselves during this time, feel what we need to feel and still keep going with life? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, therapy also helps you to challenge those negative thought processes. Sometimes we are our worst critics. We are so hard on ourselves um, and we really need help identifying um, those negative patterns. And so a therapist can help you to really have healthier inner dialogue, you know, re-tap into compassion, giving yourself grace, being able to um, change those thoughts. I, as I mentioned earlier, the same exercise applies. I call it thought switching. Being able, when I have a negative thought, immediately switching it to a positive thought. And although it may seem weird, it may seem that, you know, well, that doesn't seem normal. It's, it's not. If you're used to having negative thoughts, it's not normal. However, mm -hmm. the more that you do something, it becomes your automatic response. So I'm always telling myself that I'm, you know, I'm never going to be able to accomplish anything. Switching it to I'm doing the best that I can. And really being intentional with your with how you speak to yourself, because the way that we speak to ourselves becomes our automatic response. When I'm saying those things in my head, so when I'm in a tough situation, the first thing that comes up is how I've been talking to myself. And so therapy helps to give you words that affirm you, helping to really challenge those thought patterns and also seeing where did that all start? You know, when did you start having this, this negative thought of yourself, speaking to yourself this way? Um, and I love that we were able to talk through those things in therapy. And I wanted to add that too, right? Like therapy, you know, it's, it's good to come and see a therapist just to have a safe space to show up as your authentic self, right? A no judgment free zone for you to express everything that's on your mind, on your heart, so you can gain clarity on what you might be going through on your thought processes. And so that you can have that confidence to show up to by learning to express yourself in therapy, you build that skill to be able to show up and express yourself in your everyday life, right? So I'm, oh, I'm learning to trust my therapist. I'm learning to open up with my therapist. And by doing that, I will know how to show up with the people in my life, you know, how to be assertive in what I need or how to determine what I no longer need. But I have that safe space just to be free to be myself. Absolutely. So I definitely think that, you know, talking about wellness, talking about therapy is essential. Um, I want to provide y'all with some resources just so where you can find therapy, of course. Ricky and I both have practices here in um, Georgia. Ricky, had, well, I'll let Ricky tell about her practice and I can tell you about mine. <laughs> yes, so I have a practice, Flourishing Minds. Um, I have a group practice. So where if I'm not accepting clients, I do have other therapists at the office who provide um, individual therapy as well as some couples therapy. We offer virtual therapy and face-to-face -face therapy. And we also offer wellness coaching services if you are, you may be in the state of Georgia or you may not be in the state of Georgia, but those wellness coaching sessions are gonna help you really navigate like some wellness topics, right? So some self-care, some life management skills, some coping strategies, things like that. So if you're interested, please feel free to reach out. Flourishing Minds LLC. Um, yeah, that, that's the practice. Um, I also just offer other services outside of that, but getting some therapy, that's where you're going to want to go to really tap into 
talking to somebody and finding, you know, a therapist that looks and feels like you. Absolutely. And mine um, is Mental Wellness Collective. It's a virtual therapy practice. So all of my all of my sessions are virtual and it's designed specifically for black women and women of color to really create this safe space for you to come in to feel vulnerable, to take that cape off and to have a safe space to sit across from someone who looks like you, who um, speaks your language sometimes and maybe maybe we don't. But at the same time, you know, being able to find that common ground so you can go to Mental Wellness Collective collective.com and you can um, schedule a consultation. Um, I also want to share that the Loveland Foundation provides therapy vouchers um, to Black women. So you don't have to do anything to qualify for it. All you have to do is fill out the form if they have, um, if they're in a, a, a grant cycle where they're providing it. When your name is on the list and it comes up, you get a set of four vouchers. And I believe even after you finish those four, um, if there's a need, you can go back. If there's more funding, you can request um, another set of vouchers. I have plenty of clients who come with Loveland Foundation um, vouchers, and you can get the therapy that you need. So it's not, don't let the funds be a hindrance to you being able to access the healing that you need. Um, tapping into your insurance. It's a perfect way for you to, you know, find, find therapy resources. Um, Open Path Collective is also another great resource. They have um, low cost sliding scale um, uh, resources there for you. That's Open Path Collective. I don't know, I believe it's .org or .com, but if you Google Open Path Collective, it'll come up. That's awesome. And I, I like how we, like what you're sharing, right? Like just not being afraid to invest in your mental health, whether you, you're using your insurance or you're not, you know, directories such as Psychology Today, Therapy mm -hmm. Black Girls, you can go on these directories and actually type in what your insurance is, what type of therapist you're looking for, and it will pull up a whole list of therapists for you. Um, and if you have to pay out of pocket, like just being willing to invest in yourself, right? Yes. So investing in your self-development and growth, really thinking about, you know, how to, how to add that into your budget, just like we would with the, the things on the outside, right? Like right. how we get our hair, we get our nails, we get all of those things, then we invest in ourselves physically, but how are you really investing on, on, on your inner peace on the inside, yeah. tapping into what you need for that healing and that growth? So don't be afraid to invest in yourself and invest in mental health and therapy if you need to. Absolutely. And during, you know, Mental Health Awareness Month, I really want to challenge you to step out of your comfort zone and really cultivate that peace and that joy that we all talk about on social media, but really challenge yourself to really live it. You know, do something every day that brings you peace, that brings you joy. That's how you cultivate that life. That's how you walk in it. Every day is not easy. But the more that we, you know, walk in, walk on that journey, the easier that it becomes. Therapy is a part of, I like to think of it like a toolbox. You know, you got to keep putting tools in your toolbox. And also, it's not just for the therapist to do. Like, you have to find ways to uplift yourself, too, on that journey. So really feeling out what fills your toolbox, fills that toolkit to help you really cultivate wellness. Yes, like you said, like you're, you know, it's a, it's a connection, right? It is a relationship. Yep. We come, we can talk, we can process, we can come up with all the ideas, but you have to take them outside of the therapy session and really apply them to your life. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. let's not be afraid of this growth. Let's not be afraid to step outside of our comfort zones and really tap into 
how we can feel showing up, being authentic, being at peace with who we are and where we are on this journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that wraps season, season one, um, season two of episode one um, of normalizing therapy. And we can't wait to get back with you all next week. Um, Our topic is going to be about boundaries, the audacity of saying no all things boundaries and I cannot wait because I love talking about boundaries (laughs) yes so we were gonna vibe with y'all next week have a good week and we'll see you next time yes bye this has been another episode of a vibe called wellness where therapy vibes and wellness collide Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We can't wait to vibe with you next week.